Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, whiskey. Why you gotta make him miss me? Why's he only call me up when he throws you down? Wanting me more with every round. Hey, bourbon. Why you gotta leave him burning And feeling that whole blame he used to have When he was with me Hey, whiskey Hey, we're, we're Smithfield. Smithfield And we're hanging out with Donald on his show Nashville Hits Collecting Dust Hey, let's get started. You ready? By the way, we started recording like five minutes ago. So oh, awesome. I hope you didn't say anything. Good. Yeah. B-roll. Yeah. No, we're good. <laughs> There's been a couple that we've had that have been questionable. Of <laughs> like, we should probably edit some things. We should yeah. probably Before... take that one out. But I always just hit record just in case. Yeah. I don't want you to get nervous. I don't feel like you do because you artists, I mean, you're on stage all the time, right? Yeah. But do you ever feel like when you're in this setting... This is the hot seat, and you get a little nervous. Like I don't know what they're gonna. Sometimes ask. I think it depends on who's interviewing us. You guys have been pretty cool and like open, so I feel good and comfortable. I like it. If the if they're weird, then we're gonna be weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, I wouldn't know. I don't know. I'm not getting into all that. <laughs> let me get. Let me start the show real quick. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Cause uh, I thought we already started, but well, I mean, we did. Wow. I, there's no format to it, but I'm just saying, like sometimes we haven't even introduced you guys yet. Yeah, oh. actually, nobody, gotcha. nobody even like knows who the voices are. <laughs> they should know our voices by now. Just building up, you know, excitement. There you uh, go. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Donald. Um, yeah, Nashville hits collecting dust. Thanks for tuning in, my boy, super sick Kevin McCarty. What's up, man? First show of the year. Hey, first show, 2018. Dude, I don't know. blink. First one? First one. That's I wasn't so special. Aware of that. First ones, and I think episode, this is going to be like episode 81. Wow. Wow. Congrats, guys. Well, yeah. Donald did most of them in the beginning, and then I just ride his coattails. Okay. You're well, just hopping on Which, the bandwagon. Okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you some cred. Yeah, I don't know if that's how the story went. I, Kevin, I, I think, called me one day and said, you know what? I feel like your head's getting a little big. I need to bring you down. So he literally keeps me in check mm-hmm. on the show over nice. here. He'll cool. do some fact-checking. I actually, there may or may not be some things pop up on the screen. So uh, depending on what you gosh. tell us. <laughs> Maybe, Not necessarily if you guys, unless I think or... you're, you know, lying. We, well, our research team has gone yeah. way back in your last... <laughs> How far back? <laughs> well, as let me do this. The hey, Kevin, let me, uh, let me actually tell the audience who they're listening Great. to. All right. oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is awesome because I'm sitting with Smithfield. And uh, well, actually how you make Smithfield the band up is we have Trey and we have Jennifer, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I'm not going to assume anything um, because nobody told me, but... 
last names. That's right. Yep. yep. Trey Smith and Jennifer Fielder. Ta-da. There you go. Smart. <laughs> Some people go, uh, are you guys from Virginia? And we're like, no. And then they're like, are you affiliated with the ham company? No. Oh, <laughs> I wish there was a cooler story behind it sometimes. Because yeah, there's always, you know, these people have this band name and it came from some special place. And we're just like, well, my last name is Smith and your last name is Fielder. So there you Which go. Which is special. Yeah. I was going to say, it that's very special, the most it's special. It's very coming together. Though. I think mm. people expect like a bigger story behind it. And they're like, yeah. where'd you get your name? I'm like, Trey Smith, Jennifer Fielder. <laughs> like, oh, there you go. go. <laughs> Boom. There it is. Uh, we're excited you guys are here. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, of course. Uh, th- yeah, Kevin and I have been doing this for a while. We have a lot of fun. And, and really, every guest that sits here, I, uh, you know, I, I've given you a little bit about what the show does. But at the end of the day, guys, like I'm just passionate uh, about telling really good stories about really good people doing really good things. And that's why you guys are here. So thanks for coming on. And um, I mean, because at the end of the day, talent is everywhere, right? Like, especially in Nashville, (laughs) it's everywhere. You can throw a rock and hit somebody talented. It's so much talent. But, you know, there are, you know, I think um, a lot of our audience do, you know, they are maybe in music, maybe they're not. But I know what they, uh, most of our audience is. And it's people that are just passionate about life, right? And they just love to hear, how are you doing what you do, right? Mm -hmm. And so even if I'm not pursuing music, I can learn from you and your journey as to overcoming fear and rejection and perseverance, because I could be wrong. I don't know everything about you, but y'all may have heard like no once or twice, right? Times like a hundred. <laughs> I never heard, never heard it before. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's been you all are yeses. With me. It's been all yeses. I'm not sure how that feels. <laughs> well, and you know, hey, especially as an artist, right? That's that's personal. I grew oh, yeah. up in like sales and business where somebody t- told me no. Uh, I didn't like hearing it, but they were really rejecting my product or service. Not like mm. me. Not you personally. Yeah. Personally. <laughs> tough. And it's hard you, not to take it personal. Yeah. And your songs and your music is like your babies. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, and I think when you kind of come out and proclaim like, hey, I'm an artist, you automatically put a little bit of a target on your back. Yeah. Because people are just, I mean, they're going to judge everything you do from your interviews to your music to, I mean, everything. Yeah. Yeah. We've heard a lot of those good stories. I almost to the point where I can't say that this is like a must um, when I, usually when I talk to artists, they'll, they'll tell me about this time that it was like the gut riching. No, mm-hmm. you know, they always kind of have that flashback. Right. And, and let's be honest that either makes you like, cause it's not what happens to us. Most of the time it's how we react. Cause you have a choice. You can go, sure. I believe you. And then just leave town. And guess what? That actually happens. I mean, yeah. we just don't usually hear about those stories because there's no story, right? Yeah. That, that was the end, right? right? But here, uh, for the people that do it, it was really in a lot of people's minds, the beginning of their story, if mm-hmm. you think about it. Like, because that was the crossroads where it was like, and I've almost wondered, I, I don't know if I could be this person, Kevin, because I, my temperament wouldn't allow it. But sometimes <laughs> I really, especially when new artists move to town and uh, I, they ask, sometimes I want to look at them and go, yeah, you're not good enough. Regardless if they are or not, like they really could be. Yeah. You know, what I mean? it's almost like I want to be that guy sometimes. <laughs> hey. You want to have that kind of power? It's like you're helping in a very indirect way. You know what I mean? Uh, right. I had an old boss tell me that look, Don, I don't care how good somebody's product or service is. I say no five times. Mm-hmm. I go what? He goes, I, if your product or service is that good, I will hear about it five times before I say yes. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm like. Yeah. Interesting. So it's almost like if that new artist comes to town and they may be phenomenal, like you just go, wow, they blew me out. And I go, nope. Yeah. Because if you really want to make it and you believe in yourself, you'll be back. 
Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like the threshold. Yeah. I don't know why I got off that rant. Sorry. Hey, uh, first, show, first show. First show. First <laughs> show. Kevin. I, I'm just getting the dust off. I'm warm my own. Pun intended. Pun intended. Pun intended. Pun intended. Uh, you know, I, here's what I don't want to do. I, I actually watched a lot of uh, interviews and stuff that you guys have already done. And I, what I don't want to do is like ask you, I don't think this is the same show format as most. So I don't want to ask yeah. you the same questions. Ooh. But I do want to talk about well, you guys. That's good. And I'll be honest, in a couple of videos and interviews and like how well do you know each other, which I really love that game. Oh, you know, yeah. I saw that. Oh, yeah. That was really good. <laughs> if you can't, it's on YouTube. I don't know what you call it, but it's like, do you really know Smithville really know each other? So I already know what your favorite songs are and all that good stuff. Okay, good. I'm not going to ask you that. All right. I have more personal questions. Oh, uh, gosh. I could not find, honestly, anything where anybody had documented anything about you as as people and growing up together where y'all ever had oh. any romance um, oh, between God. yourselves. And yeah. I, please tell me I'm not the first person that has asked y'all this you question. You are not. <laughs> you are one of many, actually. On you record? You and every other person. Oh, dang. <laughs> But oh, well. <laughs> maybe it hasn't been captured on camera yet or on audio. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, look, me and Kevin were talking in general. Uh, we've all had this story. Maybe not all, but like if you've met at 9, 10, well, I think, what, 12 and 10, something like that. You yeah. Know, grew mm-hmm. up. Dang, you did your research. Uh, in Texas, you go off to college, lose some, you come back. I got the whole story. It was a great story. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, and then, you know, it kind of goes from there. I have a lot of friends that are of the opposite sex so that we grew up. And, and you know, look, it never was going to be dating situation. It was like, oh, like we're BFF. But I'm just saying, there's never been like that one night. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm not, it doesn't matter if and what. You've, that's not the yeah. point. It's just like, well, maybe we should just find out. I mean, you yeah. know, I'm not saying there's chemistry, no. but I feel like I've had that from time to time. There's one specific in college and I was just like, I love you so much as a human being. There's no real chemistry there, but I don't know why we wouldn't at least find out. Right. Sure, right. right. Sure. And it was almost like, all right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think when I was like 12 and you were 10, uh, <laughs> Trey way, missed his shot. The way we, the Ooh. way we met. That's so. what I want to hear well, about. Oh. So <laughs> it was, it was new year's Eve, which is also my birthday. A little Whoa, happy okay. birthday. Yeah. Um, there you go. More information. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, my cousin told me about Jen and she was like, yeah, you remember her? And I was like, yeah, not really. And I was like, isn't she younger than me? And she said, no, no, no. She's the same age as you. Yeah. And, uh, they're like, you know, she was telling us that she really wants you to kiss her at midnight. Woo! And was this true, Jennifer? Oh, 100%. But she was telling me the same thing. Oh, okay. well, she was working. She's she was working friend. both. She had a plan. Yes. That's she had a, a plan. great friend. But apparently to my 12-year-old self, it was a big deal that she was 10. Big deal. Mm. Yeah. She, way too way too young. <laughs> um, and they didn't tell me that. And so uh, midnight came. It didn't happen. Spoiler alert. And I think my parents like knew something about it because <laughs> midnight my dad put his hand on my shoulders like, come here, lover boy. <laughs> and I was like, what? what are he you just said, about? I have a teaching opportunity yeah. right here. <laughs> so really, you could say my dad kind of ruined it for me. Still love him, but... Um, yeah, it didn't happen. And then later on the next day, I found out she was two years younger than me. And I was just like, so mad at my cousin. I was mm. like, why didn't you tell me she was two years younger than me? You told me she was in seventh grade and it was a huge deal, but which really, you know, it could have been that one I don't night, know why it was such a big deal out. to 12 year old Trey, but it was. So yeah, there's a song in there somewhere. I, I don't know definitely. if y'all have written it, but it's somewhere. Yeah, for sure. And it, right. you might have to but, skew the ages a little bit if you're going to write a song about a 12 and 10 year old kissing. But true. either yeah. way, yeah. there's first, something first in there kiss. from a story that's perspective. Cute. Right? That's cute. We're not talking Sweet. about anything. Yes, that's that would have been a sweet story. I will mm-hmm. say, though, uh, in, in hindsight, being 2020, 
uh, tell your friend if this ever happens, yeah, it's way too much pressure. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't, that was a lot of expectations for a guy. And I'm speaking yeah. on the guy's path. So, you know, we, you need to make it easy for us. <laughs> so it was really your fault. Oh, so I should have been the one to go for it. Well, you know, I'm just saying, uh. we're going into the 21st there, you needed to get with the times, but. No. <laughs> ninety-nine. I'm just saying. Oh, that's a good story. Well, I mean, gosh, y'all do, y'all had never really sang together then until, college yeah really i mean y'all both individually were pursuing music right Mm -hmm. so that same cousin who tried to hook us up when we were kids and kiss that night is the same cousin that comes to my family thanksgiving because trey and i's our families have always been like intertwined with one another we see each other all the time do family functions so they don't drive to houston which is where trey lives they stay in dallas with my family and so she was sitting at the table and she was like Trey's rock band just broke up. Like, you guys should really try singing together. And because he's a family friend, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I can't say no. So I was just, like, <laughs> trying to be nice. And I was like, yeah, tell him to reach out to me. That's fine. So, and then she was doing the same thing again, working him, working the oh, system. Yeah. And um, said, you should really start singing with Jen. So She had a me. master plan for us. We were going to be together in some <laughs> form or fashion. Whatever that relationship was at some point, she was hell-bent on it. Well, and she, you know, she did a good job. She did a good job. Where is she now? Uh, She's still back in the little town that our families are from, yeah. Um, Waxahachie, Texas. If there were were anyone who needed uh, maybe her assistance in what she does very well, like how would one get in touch with the cousin? (laughs) (laughs) I'm asking for a friend, actually, but... What are you I'll send her an email on your behalf here. <laughs> there you go. With this video, like this live video, and be like, we need your help. Listen, yeah. I know a guy that might need your assistance. Um, <laughs> by the way, two years younger is not an issue for this guy. That's what you know, how you would say. You know, I've I come guess out of the, dark the tunnel ages now. that is well documented. <laughs> oh, see, now we're not going there yeah. at all. And what? No, I was just saying. See, like, this is why we don't record this in front of a live audience. All right, probably better that way. No, I'm just saying, like, you, you keep your options open. That's it. You Once just, again, I said we're not going to discuss you're not age. An ageist, in the show. Is all I'm saying. Age is. Look, I realize it. How why it was a big deal to you yeah. at 12. I understand. At 12, that. you know. However, is it still that big of a deal to you right now? I, I've you know gotten better about it. Right. Not quite as closed minded when it comes to that. You know so. what the equation is, right? I've always Don't heard. Me. It's half your age plus seven. I have heard that actually. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. It's the scientific fact. Yeah. It's, yeah, it makes it's sense. Like, I, it, wait, is that you and, is that how, uh, the <clears throat> numbers work for you and Leslie? We, uh, we got it by a year, so I'm safe. But it was <laughs> a year, but I'm safe. So it was half your age plus six. Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm in the threshold. You're in the threshold. Of, of okay. Very nice. <laughs> Believe me, I put out I a calculator. I have no idea what y'all are talking about. I put about. out a calculator. <laughs> Catch up with this, Jim. All right. I, Jen, I apologize. Jen, yeah. Guy we, talk. I don't it, get we, it. Did. Well, we did. We <laughs> did. To be guys, fair, yeah. the equation was guys are supposed to date girls half their age plus seven. Oh. Now, no, that's mm. the minimum oh, that's, that they could date. It's the minimum requirement. Oh. Yeah. So, like, you can't date maximum. anybody younger than that. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's what I mean. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, like, if you're 30. Okay. You can't date anybody younger than 22. 22. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Right. So, And I, I used to think that was a reason for guys to date somewhat much younger girls. I then realized that that's about the maturity gap. I'll be honest. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. So, yeah. I'm I was going to say that, but I didn't want to offend you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First of all, well, let me just go ahead and give you permission. Not possible. Say whatever you want <laughs> okay. on this show. <laughs> 
Uh, well, we got that out of the way. I told Kevin, I was like, I couldn't find whether they're dating or not. And I don't, you know, I just said, I'm going to ask. Oh, um, natural question. By all means. So, well, and, and I, I do that to lead into this. I mean, you know, in music in general, when you're talking about a career, mm-hmm. I mean, you better like each other. For sure. Yeah, it helps. You know sure. what I mean? And, and let's be honest. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts in a, in a career anyway. Mm-hmm. And now put it in entertainment and music and the road life a lot. and yeah. all the moving parts. Yeah. And so in a lot of ways, um, it's very important. I know we were joking around in a lot of ways about, you know, the romantic part of it, but let's, I mean, you know, there's, there's gotta be times guys, right. When you have known each other long enough and now you're seeing them where you're like, I can't look at you right now. <laughs> I love you, but I don't like you. And then got to go on stage and have the same chemistry as yeah. if, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there was no, life happens. Let's, let's be honest. There's oh, gotta be sure. a time. Right. So I'm just wondering how that works. I mean, you know, have y'all worked on this or is it? We call it our duo marriage because we yeah. have to make every decision together. We do argue, we do fight, not mm-hmm. fight, but healthy. Yeah. I mean, I compare it more to like family, like, yeah. you know, cause it's like, great. you love your family. You're always going to love your family, but you're going to have fights with your family. And sure. there's going to be times that, like you said, you don't want to talk to them. You don't even want to be around them. Right. But by the way, let's go on stage and sing about love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, you still come together as a family. So um, oh, I love that. Trey. I don't know. I hope that I, on this show, just brought y'all to something that y'all have never gotten to before on any other show. I, did you feel that, Kevin, at Gosh, all? Gosh, that was great. Like, I, felt like, I felt like that, that was a, a genuine response of like compassion and love yeah. and all of that. Either that or y'all have done really good media training. That's awesome. <laughs> no, we've done none. <laughs> we've done crap, none. Well, that it comes that naturally. Line, huh? That was really cool. That's crap, I messed up that one line. That though. one line, yeah. <laughs> we'll tighten it up next time. <laughs> Love. No, that that's awesome. I um I you know, I, I'm not in music or anything. I love it and I love the passion you guys have and I really think y'all are like the, the purest entrepreneur culture out there. Um just because you're creating new products and new services and, and sense like your image and, and your song yeah. every day and then always having to figure out, hey, you know, we actually have to make money for a while until or if this thing happens and uh and but all the uh stuff it, it's not something that probably what you do and love the most is like 10% of it, which is on stage. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why I like talking to you guys. Cause there's 90% of this yeah. that is behind the scenes. It's the in between the stages part, yep. you know, and that's uh, the not, not as fun part, but necessary, but necessary. Uh, and also going back to kind of like that one thing I was telling about somebody that said, no, you wouldn't do this. If this was just a hobby. No, absolutely not. Uh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is so it's, hard. It's interesting because it starts out as a hobby for everybody. Sure. You know, like when you're a kid, you're inclined to music and you love playing and singing and then it develops into this thing that is your job. So I think that makes it a little unique from a lot of jobs out there. Cause yeah. like a lot of people can't say like, this was my hobby and then it turned into my job. Yeah. Um, which we're lucky in a sense. And people only see, you know, the gl- not glamorous side, but us on stage and the fun shows. And then on your social media, you've got all these great pictures. Yeah. We're in New York mm-hmm. eating pizza. This is awesome. They don't see all the part-time jobs you work. They don't see all the hours you spent in a writer's room when it's just you and two other people and nobody even sees what you create or may mm. never hear, or see what you create. Um, yeah. All the, all the no's, all the, the doubts and, fears as you were saying earlier am, am i doing what i'm supposed to be doing god am i still supposed to be here how yeah. can i afford rent this month you know people don't see that i still ask that question <laughs> <laughs> I still ask. 
Yeah, I don't think doubts or fears ever really go away. No. Somebody, somebody told me one time, it's like, look, you can think it and all that stuff, just don't verbally say it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like it gives it power if you verbally say, I, you know. It's true. Right. I quit. You, just, you could think you want to quit all day long because that's right. normal right. <laughs> to a certain extent. Just don't say it out loud, you know, so. Sure. Don't put it out in the universe. Yeah. Um, well, that's weird because honestly, I actually thought because y'all were on stage singing that y'all were rich. That's that's how that <laughs> I like to pretend I am when I'm yeah. on stage. <laughs> you start throwing dollar bills out. Right, yeah. right. And like I'm grabbing rain. them back. Like, wait, give me that. I need I that. Oh, gosh. So much These fun. are Smithfield dollars. They're worth pretty much everything. These yeah. are IOUs. That's right. monopoly money. Um, hold on to that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me any cryptocurrency, uh, Kevin. We can create a Smithville coin. <laughs> you, you can. People are doing that now. No, well, that's another episode. That. Donald gets really Whoa. excited Bitcoin about this. I know, I know. It's a lot. Oh gosh. Well, all right. So let's get into um, like these three questions that I have for everyone. Now, there is no right or wrong answer, but Kevin over there, he is super sick and he does judge. Okay. Right, so. <laughs> I have an Excel rate. sheet that I rate everyone's answers on and Good. then do like a formula of who's the best and who's the worst. And don't worry about it. Yeah, it's okay. not. Cool. I just, no pressure know. though. Yeah, it goes out to my like 180 followers. So, okay, good. You know. <laughs> I'll try not to let them down. Uh, this first question is going to be um, because I do, I did do a little research and I thought it was actually really cool. Because um, Trey, you were saying that like, for a long time, actually at a really young age, like even most of your friends and family didn't even know you were upstairs playing the guitar and, and singing or whatever. I mean, it was something you just did to yourself, right? Yeah, very, very elite group of people knew about my hidden talent. But to be honest with you, at that age, I didn't know it was a talent. Mm. Um, I, I had no idea if I was any good or not. So yeah. I would just kind of do it. I knew I enjoyed doing it, but I'd never had anybody tell me I was good at it. And then uh, friends... Uh, Kevin, I think signed him up for a talent show, right? And then, so you're like, well, I need a talent. So I, I kind of like to play guitar. <laughs> you did your research. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed right now. Thank you. Um. <laughs> I'm just wondering, is that talent show, was that the moment, you know, at 18 or something like that, where you're like, yeah, I think music is it. And I, I say that mm -hmm. because the question is for both of you. Um, if you could have coffee with yourself, knowing what you know now, at that moment where you decided, hey, you know, music is more than just a little bit more than a hobby and a passion. Like this is, this is what I want. Yeah. Like, and I'll let you answer individually, but what yeah. would you tell yourself? Um, if I just moved here, so we're talking about, no, this is new Trey. No, we're saying that knowing what you know now, if you could talk to younger Trey, gotcha. if you could talk to 18 year old Trey. Yeah. If you say, I'm going to sit down with my 18 year old self and have coffee, I'd say, dude, right. this is what you need to know. Um, I would tell myself, um, to not be so afraid of what other people are going to think, um, about what you do. Um, because that's what was what scared me the most about it when I was a kid is I was just terrified of going out there and putting it out there and then people telling me that was terrible or it wasn't any good or anything because you build it up in your mind you think you're pretty good but yeah. until somebody tells you you know other than your parents um, <laughs> there because you know mom and dad are like oh you're really good honey you should try it sometime <laughs> and it's like thanks mom but uh, but until you do it in front of people uh, it's just that fear so I would just be like man. Cause even the first time I performed, I was a little timid and you could tell sure. cause I'd never done it before. Right. So I would just say, you know, just relax and just let it, let it happen. Don't, uh, don't hold back. And I would say that in just about everything, you know, don't hold back. I mean, if you feel, feel it, or if you think it's something good, you need to put it out there without, without apologies. Was there ever a time when either one of you were young and, and you had that performance? I'll let you answer real quick, Jim, but follow up on this one where you, you kind of like bombed. 
as a you know and it was like maybe i'm just not so good. rewind a little bit before i was 18 okay. the one time i decided to try to do music before 18 was i was 16 15 and uh my church was having tryouts for, for the praise band and I was in like that awkward age where your voice is changing. Yeah. Yep. Aww. So I, yeah, I picked the most terrible time to go try to sing. And yeah. I remember playing the guitar and singing this song. And uh, the guy came up to me afterwards laughing mm. and said, yeah, I think we're just going to keep you on guitar. Yeah. Oh, Trey. So then I, dug I myself, didn't even know that. I'm so, learning more. So then I dug Trey. myself into a hole even deeper than I was before oh and wanted gosh. no one to hear me sing or anything. Um, and then later on, a few years later, it went out. Good for you. I had that very similar story, except I never sang again after. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. yep. So, uh, yep. yeah, oh yeah. Ran off stage. I was cracking so hard in front, oh, of, yeah. in front of the church. Yeah, it's great. Good stuff. Good All stuff. Right. Well, I listen. I'm glad that we are learning a lot about each other. There'll there'll be an invoice in the mail for therapy after. Um, <laughs> so, so. I kid, Jim. What about you? Have coffee with your younger self. Now I know uh, it's always been country for you. Um, yes. Originally, it was like, nah, no, do it. I mean, eh. yeah, I, I love you, and I said yes because you're a family friend. But you know, it's country, it's individual. So you've been singing your whole life. Yeah. Right? What point for you was it more than just, you know, just the I like to sing? Yeah. Mom. Um, gosh, I would say. When I was nine years old, I knew from that moment, because my family would take me to these Opry's in Texas, all modeled after the Grand Ole Opry. And so I sang on the same show that Lee and Rhymes grew up singing on. And so when I finally got old enough to audition and be on that show, like, and I made my first check singing, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to do this for life. I thought it was so cool. Um, little did I know that later on you don't really <laughs> make money that quickly. But well, no. But when you're that age, that check was, was all so profit. Cool. You weren't paying rent, right? You weren't, <laughs> right. Exactly. You're like, wait, this whole business thing is pretty easy, yeah. <laughs> guys. Yeah. I don't know what everybody's really. I thought I was out. so cool when I was nine, <laughs> making money do, doing music. But I would say the defining moment is my parents took me to Nashville for the first time when I was 15 years old, and I wanted to go to the Grand Ole Opry. And I knew that night, um, Carrie Underwood was on stage that night. Um, and I just, I looked at my parents and I said, I'm going to do that someday. I don't know how, but that's what I want to do with my life. And I'm going to be in that circle. I had no idea that 10 years later, my best friend in the whole world would be in the same circle with me. So wow. it's pretty cool. So that was at nine and 10. If you could go talk to that 10 year old girl um, and have a juice box or something. <laughs> juice box. <laughs> Um, what would you tell her? Kiss that tray guy. <laughs> oh, Dang it. Oh, that was good. That He's not going to let go. God. Drop the mic walk off. That was great. Well, I'm done. If Get you back. don't do anything else, you need to make out with Trey <laughs> New Year's. Oh, my gosh. I, I had you know to. what's kind of funny to think to. about? You okay. have to wonder if, like, how much that would have changed things. You know, I mean, let's I be know. honest. We're not, I'm not trying to get back to the future on us, but yeah. think about it. Could have. Maybe my dad saved us. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. So, all right, but I, you're not getting off the hook to answer the question. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to save it. <laughs> um, I would definitely tell her, and I'm still talking to her right now. Sure. Tell her not to worry so much that, because um, I kind of get down when, you know, things don't always go our way and this business is so up and down and I take things really hard. So I would just tell her to in those low times to to not worry so much about it and take it so hard because you're going to come back up from there. Yeah. Things are going to get better. 
Gosh, that's one of those uh, pieces of advice that all of us need to hear like every day, right? Right. <laughs> yes. Um, because I feel like, it, it, I, I say this a lot, whatever you like overcome today, when you go to sleep at night, it's like a switch goes off. Mm-hmm. You have to get up the next day and you have to figure out how to do it all over again. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then, uh, so that's why in a lot of ways people ask kind of why do I do this and why am I passionate about it? What most people don't know is this is my solution. That my solution is to constantly remind myself of the very message that I'm giving. I go out and hear it, constantly ask it, right? And it's yeah. not about, you know, uh, hey, I have this figured out, so let me tell you. If it, At the end of the day, my solution is this, yeah. you know, is to go out and say, well, the only way I know to constantly remind myself is to go search for it. So, um, you know, I think that's my kind of advice to somebody else, everybody's solutions different, you know, uh, whatever you have to do to kind of remind yourself. Cause I still need to hear stuff like that all the time. And I technically go speak on it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's kind of weird, but it's true. I tell you that stuff all the time. That's true. I'm always like, Donald, you're saying things that, you know, the yeah. other people that I need to say back to you all the time. I'm all the time. <laughs> but, but that's, Hey, there's the other lesson. Hey, keep pretty good people around you. Yes. Yeah. That's a good lesson. Uh, Kevin could be the opposite and affirm me in the other way. Uh, you know, so uh, I think holding you accountable is probably never a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. I, <laughs> uh, we open a can of worms here. No, <laughs> we're not going down some of these roads, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> Just giving uh, so you off ramps, man. You can bill us for the therapy later. Perfect. There you go. No therapy. Uh, <laughs> second question. What about the best piece of advice someone else is giving you? Mom, dad, friend, colleague, whatever. It says, you know, I've always just kind of held on to this piece of advice. And it doesn't have to be about music. It can really be about anything. So, I would say, so when we first moved to town, and even now, we still have a lot of mentors we meet with and that we really respect and go to for encouragement. And there was a guy named Rob Dennis. Um, that met with us very early on and we call them Robisms because we have a lot of things from him <laughs> that yeah. we still to this day talk about. But one of the Robisms was never underestimate what being a good person will do for you and how far that will get you. Mm. And me and Trey were like, well, what do you mean? Like we were raised, you were not perfect by any means, but we were just raised to be kind people. That's how our families are. So to us, we're like, well, that's not a big deal. Like that's not going to get us anywhere, you know? You know what? I will tell you, we would not be where we are at at this point today had we not treated people the way that we have and tried our best to be good people because I think that's why a lot of people want to help us out and want to see us succeed is because we've always treated them with kindness and respect. Sure. And so I look back to that Robism and I'm like, oh, golly, still to this day, that happens for us. Yeah. 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 Very, very good piece of advice. And another one of those things, I think sometimes when emotions play a part that you have to physically remind yourself, be kind. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying we do that all the time by any means. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It sounds simple. I know it's just, but it, it is. And I think especially when you have the creatives, like you guys are so talented and obviously not just vocally, but when you're writing and you know, there's a lot of emotion and creativity to it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard to blend that with the business side where most good business people will say, take the emotion out of it. You're like, wait a minute, I'm living in emotion as a creative artist. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. And now you're telling me to not think emotional and then be kind about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's absolutely a balance. Yeah. I mean, because you need both. I mean, 
at the end sure. of the day, you have to be a good business person, but you also have to be good at what you do. So for sure. And I know you, you guys say y'all uh, co-write uh, together a lot, or maybe you did. That's all you did. Maybe at first when you moved here, mm-hmm. yeah. are y'all reaching out and co-writing with others as well? And, and, and just a kind of a technical thing that I just want to know, do you always co-write as a, you know, a band or sometimes are you coding, co-writing with other and vice versa? Or do y'all separate and co-write? Very I guess. rarely. Yeah. Uh, we've kind of always written together here in town just because we're always, you know, we're artists first and foremost. Yeah. And we want our, both of our voice. Cause as a duo, we want both of our voice to be heard through the songs that we're writing all the time. Okay. So we always try to write together because, you know, I might hate something that she's writing and sure. she's, hey, something I'm writing. So we just like to both be there to provide our input. And but you do write with other writers and artists as oh, well yeah. together. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've Always. been co-writing for a long time. And that was something that was introduced to us pretty early on when we moved to town is, you know, the people that brought us here told us you need to co-write because that's how you network. That's how you meet people. That's how you gain relationships and start that. And it, uh, and it really has helped. Yeah. Definitely one of the, I think, harder things to do. I, I've never, I, I didn't realize how vulnerable it was until I went and sat in on one. I, I didn't even oh, yeah. go. Awkward. It was, right? it, it was awkward the first time we were together. I mean, it together still was awkward because, sometimes. I mean, we knew each other our whole lives. So, I mean, was it yeah. a challenge to find the right type of other co-writes and, and building that network? And for sure. Yeah, for so sure. So how did you guys build that kind of network? It start, I mean, literally we came here to town. We had one guy that brought us here and he'd set us up on a co-write. Uh, he'd call on a favor and then the, that co-writer liked it. They'd bring us in on another co-write with somebody else. And it would just, the network just, it's like a domino effect. Sure. You know, yeah. you meet one person, they introduce you to somebody else and so on and so on and so on. Right. What I love about uh, a lot of these stories, and, and I know uh, Hey Whiskey, I think is, is one of them, is you never know when the song actually comes to life. It's mm-hmm. um, how many songs have been written and had a really good feeling about it. And for whatever reason, how many millions of variables as to why it never sees the light of day right, right. then, right. you know? Yeah. I mean, we could list those, you know, and we won't about Hey Whiskey unless you want to tell it. But I mean, it's like this song was kind of a personal favorite and then just kind of got shelved a little bit for yeah. a while, right? For sure it did. Yeah. And now it's just kind of gotten that life and legs and it's like, how, why, or it's the same song. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, that was not there. out of our control when it, was collecting dust. We'll put it that way. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Shameless nice. little plug. Here. I love it. Not yeah. our decision. Yeah. Point. Yeah. I mean, it, it was started out, we thought it was a good song. And I remember walking out of the room that day and thinking, wow, it's, we just wrote a really good song. Um, but we didn't play it out for like a year and a half after we wrote it. Didn't have a demo of it or anything. And then finally we wrote like a writer's round or something and just randomly decided to play it one time. And afterwards, we had a few people walk up and say, hey, I loved your set, but that song about whiskey was my favorite. You know, oh. where, where can I buy that? And um, and that kind of got the gears turning a little bit on it. And we had gotten a record deal recently um, with a record company called Bigger Picture. Yeah. And uh, that, God rest their souls. But, um, <laughs> but we started talking about doing the album because we were in development at the time. We were going to go on radio tour in the, uh, the coming fall. And so we're like, well, we really want this Hey Whiskey song. And um, defining moments you were talking about, something I'll never forget is our uh, label president sitting down and saying, you know what? We don't want that one on the record. It's too dark. Nobody's ever going to get it. It's just not a commercial country song. And so us being little kids, you know, with our first record, we're like, okay. And uh, we didn't, it didn't make the first record. So fast forward, you know, bigger picture ended up folding the whole company. Yeah. We lost our record deal. Everybody did. And they had Craig Campbell and Chris Jansen and all those guys as well. Ryan Kinder and 
um, we were left with nothing. And that was another really defining moment. If you want to talk about that as, I mean, you want something humbling, have a record deal, lose that record deal and be stocking grocery shelves the next mm-hmm. week. Delivering pizza. And delivering pizza Not the next fun. week. <laughs> it's, it, that is a humbling experience. Um, yeah. I would see people that I knew from the industry in the grocery store from a distance and like turn around and walk away because I just didn't want them to see me mm. in that setting. Yeah. But I, yeah. Uh, this may sound weird when I say it at first, but, uh, or maybe insensitive. I, I've even got a, a couple of friends, I won't say now because I don't want anybody to assume anything. I almost get excited even when I hear that my friends are going through like something like that right now. Mm-hmm. it's weird. I'm not excited that you're going through hard times, but yeah. I've just heard so many people in that chair that is past that. They're, yeah. they're talking about that in past tense. Yeah. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now almost to the point where I see, and I know I want to feel bad and go, you know, man, that's, uh, and I want, but at the same time, I kind of get excited. I'm like, it's going to be a good story. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? No, and I'm, it's almost like the worse it is, yeah. the better. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> I, I love it. When somebody, like, seriously, I'm, I'm now uh, working in uh, garbage waste disposal, knee deep in, in poop. That's what I do for a job. Mm. And I, I, I know it sounds, and I just want to go, <laughs> this is going to be a great story. One yeah. day. I mean, you know, so, yeah. um, gosh, I don't know. I, it's kind of weird. I know I sound insensitive, but some of my friends, I just kind of laugh and I just smile. And I'm like, good. They're yeah. like, what? Right. I'm like, good, because if you want it, you'll keep going. This will be a phenomenal story for you. That's right. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, Carly Pierce was here, and she was cleaning Airbnbs when she got the call. Yeah. And she was, you know, it's just how many times have we heard Yeah, I mean, you know, know, we're talking a lot about, uh, you know, she was, should I just be a background singer? Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe my voice my should role. be used yeah. for different. She was even coming to but, the logical conclusion that, you know, yeah, like hey, you say I, that, man, it's well, like, I, I'm just like, uh, like, like you were saying, awesome. Like, yeah. So that's fantastic because you're going to be able to, once you hit it and go back and help other people with the exact same situation. But then there's like pure genuine, like I know how to overcome obstacles thing. Yeah. Like no mm-hmm. one's ever like, Oh great. So you got that record deal one week after moving here and then went <laughs> platinum and then sold out tours. And like, that's great. Like that's never happened in the history <laughs> yeah, of anything. Ever. Right. It's, and so <laughs> it's funny you'd mentioned Carly because we actually know Carly pretty well. And I mean, I remember Jen telling me stories about the week. I think she was on Sony and lost that deal and just sitting somewhere like babysitting, just crying her eyes out saying, I want to quit. Like I'm done. Yeah. And then to come to where she is now, and, it's, uh, it's inspiring. Yeah. To fast forward, Carly, if you're listening, I haven't been able to get you back on the show. I knew. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> just what I say? Right now, what I say? I told her when she was there, I go, look, you're going to blow up. Man, I'm not going to be able to get you back. Sure. Enough. Anyway, that's another. <laughs> where's, where's my non-legal counsel over there? <laughs> I'll send her a tweet. Right. I'll send her a tweet. Should have, should have, been, should have been recording. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, no, that's a good story. I, I that's mm. all right. Here's my favorite one. You ready? Yeah. Have we decided, Kevin? Do I want to give them the choice to answer for each other? Let's give them the choice and see what they say. And then, Uh-oh. if we don't like the choice, then we'll tell them what to say. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's why he's my Chewy. All right. <laughs> All right. So finish this statement. And, you know, here, here's the thing, guys. Y'all know this as artists. I shouldn't have to tell y'all this, but sometimes I feel like I do, right? There's something about presentation and, and the dramatic effects. So mm-hmm. all I want you to do is to finish the statement, but finish it and deliver it. I just, just deliver it, right? I want you to go, Donald, <sighs> but if you really knew me. <laughs> yeah. See what I did there? Okay. It's kind of a silent pause, a sigh. 
right? As if it was the first time I have ever said that, right? Okay. It's delivery, all right? You can say pause if you want. You can, <laughs> you you can say Donald. Pause dramatically. Yeah. <laughs> but not too long. <laughs> tastefully. Yeah, very tastefully. Uh, yes. Uh, but if you really knew me, uh, you would know. And right now I would say, do you want the option of answering if you really knew Jen and you Trey, you know, you can answer for her and vice yeah. versa, or we'll just see what's your personal opinion on answering just for yourself. But if you really knew me, mm. what, what would you like to do? And then mm. I'll make the decision. Mm. What would you prefer? And don't try the reverse psychology game. Like I'm going to say this. So he'll <laughs> pick the other one. Cause I may just agree with you. I'm potato potato on that. Trey, you pick. I mean, I'm, I'm good with doing like ourselves. Okay. We'll answer for ourselves. Kevin, what do you think? Agreed. All right. Cool. Sounds okay. good. Well, the whole thing. The only thing that just crossed my mind is like they're afraid of what they were going to say about the other one. So there's a little bit of a fear factor uh -oh. there. Oh, God. Maybe, maybe they're we'll like, the okay, one. so what if you guys did one each about yourselves and then if there's like a goofy one? We'll just do about, that. We'll get with the yeah. option of a writer. So go, let's go with yourselves. Trey, if I really knew you, and please deliver it, just yeah. come, come <laughs> through for me, buddy. Just come. <laughs> Ooh, man. Um, okay. If you really knew me, well, let's, let's go back. Let's Don go back. Donald. Donald. Paul. If you really know me. Ooh, I'm going to drop the big bomb. Here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Whatever. So be it. All right. Donald. Okay. If you really knew me, you would know that my real name is Don. What? Is that an exclusive first time ever admission on air it, right there? Uh, <laughs> it might have been. I mean, I knew that. Be. Wait, wait, wait. We don't Just tell everybody that. Just D O N. What? I. That's, He's the that's third. That's the best one. I'm the I'm the third in my family. So people that are the third typically go by Trey. Uh, I'm, I gotta make note. That's mind blowing right best. there. Don't that was great. You knew me that, ever. That's, that's a good one. Sorry. If you really you can't me. research that. Uh -uh. Beat that, Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> I, <mine's> like... <laughs> and her real name is Kimberly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my Wait, gosh. and y'all are secretly married under different names. Right. Like, yeah. like, this is, this is like a million vanilla situation. <laughs> Pick the kids up at daycare on the way home. Oh wow. Mine's not as epic. Okay. It doesn't have to be, but that's right. really good. I feel like he did that so good. He delivered it. See? <clears throat> he said, I'm going to drop the bomb. scene. <laughs> Donald. Yes. If yeah. you really knew me. Okay. You would know that I have the biggest sweet tooth ever. Ooh. It is my weakness. Is there a specific sweet? Oh, gosh. Like, is it a chocolate sweet oh, tooth? Oh, anything chocolate. Anything oh. chocolate. Ice cream, cinnamon rolls, uh... All of the above. All of the sweets. Well, let's talk about it. All the sweets. <sighs> yeah. I, mm. And I'm huge Is, into he healthy eating and working out. Sure. So you wouldn't like guess that, but. I mean, Is I that a problem on the road? That, but... So for like the, oh, next, for the next two months when you're on the road, just every gas station, everywhere you oh, stop. stop it. Trey. I want to think about it. If there's something, <laughs> if, if there's something that like, you know, between the two of you that you're trying to initiate, right? Mm -hmm. Like an idea of something we should do. Do you bring like chocolate to the meeting? Because <laughs> uh, if my, not, I keep it you in my should. <laughs> um, oh, that's absolutely. Awesome. All the time. Big sweet tooth. Jen. Hey, I'll tell you what, Jim. Uh, Y'all come back on the show. I'll have a bowl full of chocolate for you. Oh my gosh. Well, listen. I, you will definitely have me back. Then. So, <laughs> when you guys play in Philly on the twenty seventh, are you going to swing by Hershey? 
Is Go to the Hershey's plant. Stop. We're going to be going right through there. Yeah. Y'all have I'm to. Just saying. Yep. I would love. I'd have your uh, maybe management team work on that. We can work on a marketing <laughs> promo thing here. <laughs> so, no, that's good to know. Awesome. Um, do y'all have a writer? I, I will give you the option to say if you really knew the other one that he or she did not say. If you okay. don't have it, that's fine. But if you, you know, Trey, if you really knew Jim mm-hmm. from your perspective, I would know what. Uh, I mean, the phone number's fine. I'm just saying. I'm going to give him some. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, my uh, not, no. <laughs> um, Let's see. I, I mean, I have, these questions have meaning behind them. Let's be honest. I have no, one, but she's probably going to get mad at me for saying it. It's fine. It's. I mean, really, it's not like. Uh, what the hey? Um, so, uh, if you really knew Jennifer, Donald, if you really knew Jennifer, thank you. Yeah. Just making sure you're paying attention. Here. I, well, <laughs> <laughs> Donald, if you really knew Jennifer, um, you would know that she can fall asleep in just about any setting in any posture. Wow. wow. Like border, hey. borderline narcoleptic. <laughs> yeah. She's on stage and just... Like, I'm serious. We'll be riding in the van, and I know no one can see me right now, but, like, she can be sitting straight up, and her head will just go. <laughs> so mean. Like that. Hold on. That's a gift. <laughs> I, I, it's amazing. Yes. Like, I don't understand how she does I don't does know it. why you would be mad at that. I would I'll, brag about that, because she you know also I mean? does, isn't allowed to drive after 7 o'clock. But, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. All right. No more. No more. Oh, wait. wait we can just keep going. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> she also... Stop it. I got more. No, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, well, that is a fun fact. And I will affirm a gift. I promise you. I think yeah. it's a gift. There you go. Um, Thank you. Especially, the, you know, with your lifestyles. Because you're not always going to have, oh, we have 10 hours to sleep. Yeah. Right? Yeah. True. With a bed. And you're just not. I Especially radio tour, right? I mean, absolutely. So that is a gift. I think you're going to, I think you'll end up bragging about that a lot, not hiding. How's that? There you go. Thank you, Donald. Have you been tested for narcolepsy? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up symptoms and I'm like, oh, yeah. one in 2,000 people. Like, she doesn't fall asleep on stage yet. Full so. on talking to you and have like a normal conversation and then just, <laughs> it's crazy. I have You should. It's not during the day. Not during the day. It's, it's after a certain, like yeah. seven, eight o'clock. When my ticker's out, my ticker's zone. out. All right, I, I don't know if I should go this. Yeah, I'm totally asking it. So yeah. what you're saying is, it, I mean, you know, if it was a first date situation and it's after <laughs> seven, right? And I'm in this and all of a sudden you're just, you, you could be, you could say I have this problem, but really what you're doing, you're using me now. You're using that oh, to yeah. go, yeah, I can't. And just, yeah. <laughs> it's past my bedtime. Yep. In other words, I'm really not into this. I'm out. I, and I, I have actually experienced that not on a date, but on a sales presentation, believe it or not, I, I grew up, I mean, I've been a cold calling sales rep my whole life. And one time, it, I hope she wouldn't do it. There's no way she could have been doing it on purpose because I'm not kidding. I was giving the presentation. It was just her and I. And mm-hmm. she, no, she nodding off? She would be literally engaging Stop like this it. and then bam. Oh, yeah. Like almost mid-sentence. <laughs> and then right back up. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, I mean, it has, it Guys, has one in 2000 people have it. I just she, Googled it. But the it. thing is, don't <laughs> wow. you think she would have said something like, yeah, you know, I apologize. I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, don't. something, you know, she never mentioned it as if it was like a normal, <laughs> maybe it was for her. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Just saying. Maybe she wore a shirt that said, I'm narcoleptic. And you're like, oh, got it. Yeah. Could you Caution. imagine me and her going to dinner at nine o'clock? <laughs> uh, y'all wouldn't make it to dinner. Uh, no, but I see, I see a really great skit there coming up. That's a good one. We're, we're definitely filming that one. All right, guys, thank y'all so much. You guys are awesome. Uh, oh, a lot thanks. of fun. I don't want to end this. I feel like we could do this another couple more hours. Got to do one on him. 
Oh, I was just giving him one no, no, rider, but if you oh, want to, oh, 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 all right. Oh, all right. gosh. Never, you don't no. have to, but you if you want to. to. If you don't have one, it's fine, but, you know, he just basically. It was your chance to rebuke. I'm pretty Maybe perfect, so I don't think she has anything. <laughs> so. oh, my. If, if y'all could see me, I'm rolling my eyes right now. <laughs> I can true. see you. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I can see you. It's fine. Do I need to do You don't that? have to. You yeah. don't have to. Are we good? Are you want to move on? Should we move we on? We can move on. We move can on. Move on. All right, you win. All right, well, <laughs> totally here's win. my favorite part. I mean, and this is really what I call the perk of the whole show because we could talk for hours. I love this, but I don't know. Gosh. Anyway, I want to hear the song. I want to hear you cool. guys play live. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll break here for a minute and uh, sound check and all that good stuff. And then, but before we do that, I, I know because I've read like the story of the song and all that good stuff. I don't know if everybody's heard it. So maybe just like a brief overview of like how and, you know, why and what it means to you guys. Um, and and then we'll uh, set it up and have you play it for us. Perfect. You want to tell the story now? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Um, hey, Whiskey was an idea that I had jotted down in my, my iPhone and it was just you only miss me after whiskey. And I had this melody. You only miss me after whiskey. You only want me when I'm gone. Real old school country. I can hear the steel guitar in that actually oh, right now. Mm. Hear that? So I brought it to the co-write with our buddies, Adam Wood and, and Casey Deerhack and Trey. And I sang it to them and I told them about it. And they were like, we are not writing another country music song about whiskey, Jennifer. That's been done a million times. And so... But I'm stubborn and I didn't want to give up on it. And I'm like, all right, well, why don't we try and, you know, write it from a different angle or, or make it a challenge to do it in a way no one's ever heard. Next thing you know, Trey starts playing doom, 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 on his guitar, which is the melody of Hey Whiskey. And our co-writer Adam said, okay, well, I kind of dig that. And as a team, which is what I love about the, the co-write that day is truly we worked as a team to come up with Hey Whiskey, which... I feel is it's kind of a new twist on a heartbreak. So often we hear the girl blame the guy. Y'all should love this. We always blame the guy. Mm. It's it's really unique and cool to hear it from a more vulnerable state. She's still in love with this guy. And if you really listen to the lyrics, you can tell that. Mm -hmm. She still wants to be with him. And so she's upset at this bottle of whiskey, this this substance that makes this person that she loves a different person that she can't get over and so it's it's really unique to hear it come from that perspective. And if you didn't know the title of the song, you just listened to the first verse, you think that this guy is cheating on her. And, and not until it hits that chorus mm. do you know it's it's whiskey. And so it's just, I really feel like we nailed it that day as songwriters. And again, I, I know it was a special song and we call it our little song that could because it's been around for four years. <laughs> it's been through a record deal. It's been told no a hundred times. Didn't play it out for a long time finally get the response from the audience. Then it gets a shot on the Grand Ole Opry, gets a shot at CMT, gets a shot on Spotify, a shot on XM. And we, this entire year we're out on the road, got to see people sing it back to us, which mm. brings tears to my eyes because as an artist and a writer, that's you just want your music to speak to people and mean something to them. And this song means a lot to a lot of people. People tell us all the time, that's my personal story. Well, I think the most interesting thing about that is like, because women will say, well, I, I know a guy that I dated and he's going through that. The thing that gets me the most is when a guy 
reaches out and comments and like admits that he's going through that like straight up there was, i mean i'm not gonna say any names because i can't remember but yeah but the guy was like man that happened to me like let a girl go because of problems i was having and like wish i could have those those days back mm. and i was just like to admit that is crazy to me that they can pull that out of you but yeah it's a powerful story and i think you know you two in general like your vocals and the way y'all blend and sound i think is what grabs you and then the the beauty of it is, is is then you get to really get, dive down to the story of the message of the song, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And that's the talent and the gift that you guys have. I love that you're taking full advantage of it. And <clears throat> what I respect about you guys is that I know you've heard no, and I know that you've had those times where you nobody would probably blame you if you had quit. That's the thing, <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like I when you know Dan Couch, the first story I ever heard, I go, dude, Dan after 12 years, nobody would have said you gave up too quick. I mean, you know, it was right. like, yeah, you gave it a shot. Like, a long time. Then after 13 years, somebody, we're not going to bash you. Right. But you know, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But yeah. like, yeah. it was on the 15th year, wow. right. That it hit. And then he hit another one. Then he hit another one, you know? And it's like, so there's something to be said about that. And, and I think, um, that in itself is kind of what I'm celebrating for you guys, uh, or at least trying to say, Hey, look, if you're here, you've, you're successful and you've won, not necessarily on my show, but that's what I see, you yep. know? And so, uh, I hope y'all, I, I, I feel that y'all believe that. And, um, I think that's the connection and the relatability you're going to get with the audience, which is actually why you are where you are, but you're going to blow up. No doubt about it. Thank you. There's no doubt about it. And I'm excited. I'm excited to watch y'all's journey and, uh, you know, probably watch it from a distance because y'all are going to forget about me. <laughs> 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 I told you, just have, have that chocolate. We'll be Ch right oh, over. Yeah. Chocolate's yeah. coming. We'll be, we'll be in, the, in, in the ground yeah. holding up like Twizzlers. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> but I have Snickers. a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> you just start chucking like oh. chicken hard deli chocolates at her. Like, oh, my God. Why is someone just drilling me with chocolates and we're in the corners waving our hands? Like, oh. All right. Oh, that's awesome, guys. Smithfield, thanks for hanging out. Let's tune up and have you play it. Woo! Hey, I'm Trey. And I'm Jennifer, and we're Smithfield, and this is our song, Hey Whiskey. I can tell he's been with you on nights like this. When you come on strong He just can't resist You don't know all the hell That you put me through And he can't let me go When he's holding you Hey, whiskey Why you gotta make him miss me? Why's he only call me up when he throws you down? Wanting me more with every round. Hey, bourbon, why you gotta leave him burning? And feeling that whole blame he used to have when he was with me. Hey, whiskey. his mind when you go to his head he starts pouring out all the words he never said how can either one of us start moving on when every night he spends with you 
reminds them that I'm gone. Hey, whiskey, why you gotta make him miss me? Why's he only call me up when he throws you down? Wanting me more with every round. Hey, bourbon, why you gotta leave him burning? And feeling that whole blame he used to have when he was with me. Hey, whiskey. That was amazing. I mean, honestly, I don't even know how to, you know, normally I'm, I always can find something to say. It's a gift. I can talk. But every now and then, there's just, there's, words just kind of mess the situation up. And I, that's one of those songs that, y'all probably feel it. Like, it silences an audience. If you think about it, it, it does. Special. So, thank y'all so much for uh, coming on. Excited for you guys. And I will at least, just for, uh, to say that I did. Kevin. Will you uh, proceed? Hold on, let me turn your mic up. One second. All right. <laughs> okay, okay, you're, you're on. What, what am I doing? My non-legal counsel. Oh, well, you have to ask the question. Oh, sorry, I don't have my headphones on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Smithville, uh, Trey, um, and Jen. Oh, wait a minute. So, Don and Jen. Ooh. <laughs> oh. See what I did there? Would love to have you guys back on if you're invited. Would you come back when you're all big and famous? Chocolate, I'm there. I told you. Oh, we have to entice her now. Oh, I'm gosh. there. I love it. Fine, we'll bring chocolate, which deal. means... Then she said deal. Yes. Done deal. <laughs> In the books. Recorded on the record. Legally bound. So. Uh, yeah, so let's end it right there. Uh, Smithfield, Trey, Jen, everybody, super sick party. Loved it. It was awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you. This has been Hits Collecting Dust. Please support this podcast and the artists featured by going to iTunes, subscribing, and leaving us a review.